Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. On this day in 1929, Ned Doheny Jr., son of an infamous oil tycoon, died in a mysterious murder-suicide alongside his secretary, Hugh Plunkett, causing much speculation about his true motives. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crime, listener discretion is advised. This episode includes discussions of violence and suicidal ideation that some people may find offensive. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we're covering the murder of Ned Doheny Jr. Let's go back to the Greystone Mansion in Beverly Hills, California on the afternoon of February 16th, 1929. Ned Doheny and his wife Lucy walked the halls of their luxurious 55-room mansion in the midst of a tense conversation. They were worried about the mental health of Ned's close personal friend and longtime secretary, Theodore Hugh Plunkett. While Hugh was normally an even-keeled man, he had lately become nervous, twitchy, and unpredictable. The Dohenies had explained away his odd behavior to the press in a variety of ways. They claimed that Hugh's teeth were bothering him, that his marriage was failing, and so on, but they kept the most likely explanation to themselves. Ned's father, Edward Doheny, was being arrested for corruption and bribery as a part of the infamous Teapot Dome scandal. Under Edward's direction, Ned and Hugh had paid $100,000 to the Secretary of the Interior for the exclusive rights to lease an oil field. While Edward was the one being tried for bribery, Ned and Hugh had been arraigned to testify at his trial. Thanks to his power and privilege, Ned was given immunity for his testimony, but Hugh had not. If Hugh took the stand, he would incriminate himself for his part in the scandal, possibly landing him in prison for the rest of his life. It was no wonder he was breaking down. Ned worried for his friend's health and livelihood. He and Lucy decided to confront Hugh while he worked in the manor. They suggested he check himself into a sanitarium, at least until he felt better. Infuriated at the idea, Hugh stormed out of Greystone and raced back to his apartment. After some deliberation, Ned and Lucy followed behind, trying to show Hugh they really meant what they were saying. But he angrily shooed them out of his home. To take their minds off the trouble, the couple reluctantly left and visited the theater to enjoy a show. They arrived back at the mansion late that evening. As they prepared to go to bed, they heard a ring on their bedside phone. Hugh was on the other end. He had arrived at the Greystone garage and wanted to be let into the manor. Concerned by the tone of his voice, Lucy encouraged him to go home, but he simply hung up without a word. 
A few moments later, they heard the front door open. Hugh had let himself in. With a sigh, Ned agreed to go down and speak with his friend. He found Hugh lounging in the guest bedroom. There, the duo talked, drank, and smoked cigarettes. But after about an hour, something went terribly wrong. A gunshot echoed through the mansion's halls. She was terrified that her husband was in trouble, but was also concerned about her family's tenuous legal situation. They couldn't afford another scandal, so she refrained from calling the police. Instead, she dialed the family physician, Dr. Fishbaugh. According to the doctor, Lucy waited in the entranceway until he arrived sometime after 10.30 p.m. As the duo approached the guest room, they were stopped by Hugh. He shouted at them, you stay out of here. Then he slammed a door in their face. Moments later, they heard another gunshot echo through the halls. Dr. Fishbaugh told Lucy to return to the foyer and slowly pushed the door open himself. Inside was a ghastly scene. Hugh laid face down on the floor, bleeding from his head. On the other side of the room, Ned Doheny lay on his back with a similar wound. At first glance, it appeared to be a murder-suicide, but appearances can be deceiving. Coming up, we'll discuss the fraud investigation into the death of Ned Doheny and Hugh Plunkett. Listeners, I am thrilled to tell you that this month marks a huge milestone for ParCast. It's the four-year anniversary of another fantastic podcast I host called Serial Killers. If you haven't had a chance to dive into the stories and psychology behind the most nightmarish murderers of all time, there's no better time than right now to start listening. Each week, we enter the minds, the methods, and the madness of the world's most sadistic serial killers. From the son of Sam, David Berkowitz, and the co-ed killer Edmund Kemper, to Eileen Wardos, Ed Gein, and coming soon, the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez. And this February, look out for our four-part special on couples who kill, following the worst love has to offer. Their names may sound ordinary, but their atrocities are anything but. Trust me, you do not want to miss it. With hundreds of episodes available to binge and new ones released weekly, get to know the killers, crimes, and cases that forever changed the face of history. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. New episodes air every Monday and Thursday, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now back to the story. On February 16, 1929, Ned Doheny, the son of wealthy oil baron Edward Doheny, was shot in the guest room of his own home. It appeared he'd been murdered by his lifelong friend, Hugh Plunkett, who had died by suicide soon afterward. 
Ned's wife, along with a family doctor, called Edward and the police to report the crime. Soon, the scene was crowded with press and law enforcement. When the authorities arrived, Dr. Fishbaugh told him it was a murder-suicide, but something about the scene seemed off to forensic investigator Leslie White. First, Hugh held a still-burning cigarette between his fingers. It struck the investigator as odd that a man would light a cigarette in the midst of a psychotic break, especially if that man had died by suicide while still smoking. Second, the murder weapon was a handgun owned by Ned himself. It was found lying underneath Hugh's torso and was still warm when police arrived. Even stranger was that the gun was evenly heated, almost as if someone had warmed it in the oven to give the impression it had been fired. None of it sat right with Leslie. Third, by examining the injuries, Leslie observed that Ned had been shot at close range. Hugh's wound, on the other hand, appeared to have been delivered from much farther away. It was the exact opposite of what one would expect from a murder-suicide. Finally, Leslie caught Dr. Fishbaugh in a few lies. In his initial statement, Fishbaugh left out the fact that Ned was unconscious, but still breathing when the doctor found him bleeding on the floor. None of it added up. To make matters worse, when the funeral was conducted later that week, Ned Doheny was not buried in his family's elaborate Catholic mausoleum. Instead, he was buried in an individual plot in a non-Catholic cemetery. The Dohenys were a deeply religious family. The only reason Ned might not receive a Catholic burial was if he was suspected of committing suicide. To Leslie White and other policemen, it appeared that Ned was the one who instigated the murder-suicide, not Hugh. The police intended to follow up, but after three days, all word of the case was swept from the papers. The district attorney suddenly declared there would be no inquest into the deaths of the two men. To many outside observers, the whole thing reeked of a cover-up. Edward Doheny was one of the wealthiest men in the country. If he wanted to hide a shameful secret about his son, he would have had the power and influence to squash any investigation. But even if that were true, very little of what happened that night made sense. No one could explain why the wealthy Ned Doheny would ever do such a thing. He didn't face potential prison time like his friend Hugh, he hadn't had public mental breakdowns like Hugh, and he had seemingly nothing to gain from killing his friend. Sadly, these questions and many others will never truly be answered. What really happened that night is a question left to the ages, one that will haunt Greystone Mansion for as long as it stands. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out another Spotify original from Parcast, Unsolved Murders. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. 
It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Katovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Giles Hovseth, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Listeners, don't forget to check out the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. Every Monday and Thursday, take a deep dive into the minds and madness of history's most notorious murderers. You can binge hundreds of episodes, four years worth, and catch new episodes weekly. Listen to Serial Killers free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.